0: Welcome to Divorce at Altitude, a podcast on Colorado family law. I'm Ryan Calamea. Each week, along with my business partner and co-host, Amy Gosha or an expert, we discuss a particular topic related to divorce or co-parenting in Colorado. In addition, we have created a short series of lessons that will take you through the legal process of divorce and answer your questions from simple to complex. Divorce isn't easy. The end of a marriage, especially when children are involved, brings a great deal of loss and change. We hope these practical tips and insights will help you on your journey to a new and better life. You're going through divorce or an allocation of parental responsibilities action, and you and the other parent are just not going to come to an agreement with respect to your children. What are your options? In this episode, I'm going to give in broad strokes what professionals or options there are when you are in a high conflict or what is otherwise known as a custody battle. Now, it's helpful to understand that these uh, professionals can be split into two different groupings generally. The first is in the forensic or evaluation mode. They go in, they make recommendations on what should or should not happen, and we'll get into that. But the second option or the second grouping of professionals are in the guise of, of dispute resolution. So the first, forensic if you can't agree on the best interest of the children with your significant other, the other parent, then you can ask the court to appoint what's called a child and family investigator. These are known as CFIs. Now, by law, they are their fees are capped, $2,750 as of the time of this recording. Many CFIs will ask for some sort of exception or that cap to be lifted, and they go in and they will evaluate you and the other parent. They'll talk with the children if appropriate. They will. Come and watch you uh, parent, watch the other parent parent, and they will issue a report to the court and make recommendations for decision making if at issue, this parenting time, so that custody schedule and other things relevant to the children and the best interests of the children. Now they by statute, they are not supposed to produce or perform evaluations with respect to psychological evaluations. We'll get into that next, but that CFIs are certainly a common method to have some sort of evaluation and a written report done with custody issues. The second is a little bit of a step up and that's a parental responsibilities evaluator a PRE think of a PRE as a CFI with kind of some plus factors they usually have several more letters behind their name so they might be a light. they're supposed to be a licensed psychologist um, or a licensed mental health professional they are usually allowed to do mental health evaluations and so that would be psychological evaluations the Minnesota multiple personality index MMPI and other kinds of mental health or psychological evaluations. You can also, and this falls within the same grouping, you can ask the court to for a, a parent to be psychologically evaluated. If you believe that they are bipolar or have some sort of narcissistic personality disorder, some sort of personality disorder, you could have them evaluated or ask the court rather to have them evaluated. And that would be done by a mental health professional, normally a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Now, now, when you ask for that mental health professional to do this psychological evaluation, if it's not a PRE, then the mental health professional is not going to be able to issue some sort of recommendation as to parenting time. What they can do is say, this parent does or does not have some sort of disorder or personality uh, issue that could impact uh, parenting. But and in the same realm, you also have some sort of CAC, which is a certified addiction counselor who does an analysis of whether or not a parent does or does not have some sort of alcohol issue or problem with drugs. But that CAC, that counselor cannot make a recommendation on Uh, parenting time the PRE and the CFI can so what else do you have within the evaluation grouping you can ask the court to have an interview with the child it's fairly uncommon um, and it varies depending on the jurisdiction and the age of the child you can also and this is a little bit outside or in the gray area of evaluation but you can also ask for a child legal representative that is pursuant to CRS 1410 116 it must be an attorney and essentially it is an attorney for the children. This obviously can get into very expensive territory and the attorney will advocate on behalf of the children. They can't be a witness, but they can appear at in any sort of trial in if they are appointed and there is a hearing. Now, let's move on to dispute resolution. In these grouping of professionals, you have a parenting coordinator. You also have a decision maker. Most parenting coordinators require or ask to be appointed as decision makers. Think of a parenting coordinator as essentially a mediator. And then you also have a decision maker and that is essentially an arbitrator. So we frequently refer to these as PCDMs. It's noteworthy. that the court can appoint a parenting coordinator, but the court cannot appoint a decision maker unless both parties agree. And the uh, rationale behind that is that the decision maker is going to be making decisions that parents can agree that they can make decisions and you need to define the scope of what those decisions are. It could be parenting time. It could be decisions where a child goes to school, whether or not they play tackle football or some sort of extracurricular activity. And you have to uh, really define what exactly the PC PCDM does. Once the PCDM, if, if the PC essentially says, you know, you guys can't work this out together, then I'm going to make a decision. And once they do, it's a binding decision, which can be appealed by the party, the assuming the uh, losing party, to the district court. There can be some fee shifting. There can be a whole bunch of different issues within PCDMs. But that is a common dispute resolution. There's a judicial form on the Colorado State website regarding PCs and DMs. You also have a special master. That is a third dispute resolution mechanism. You can have a special master. It could be a former judge. It could be a mediator. It could be an attorney. And it could you know involve things particular such as discovery, disputes relating to parenting. But you could also have a special master interview a variety of, of different professionals, not make recommendations, but just basically pass through and be a scrivener or a scribe for the court. There's a whole bunch of different things that you can do with a special master. Again, costs are concern and it depends on what exactly you are hoping to obtain then you also have an arbitration or an arbiter and so you could with the agreement of the other party agree to defer or or have somebody else be the arbitrator and to issue uh, rulings relating to uh, parenting time the reason that you would do this is because normally arbitrators are going to be faster so if there's a dispute over a trip to europe or some you know school issue the arbitrator can make a ruling very quickly and again there's some costs issue costs involved with that but that's certainly an option the final you know option within dispute resolution is to ask for the appointment of a private judge. There's various episodes or other references on this podcast, Divorce at Altitude, to the private judge, but that is certainly a, an option. And if you want to find out more, look forward to more episodes digging into each one of these issues and ask an attorney about some of these if you are involved in a high conflict custody battle. Until next time, I'm Ryan Calamea, and thanks for watching. Thanks for listening or watching this short lesson on the Divorce at Altitude Podcast. If you found this helpful, please leave a review or share with a friend. It does help for others that are going through or thinking about a divorce in Colorado. If you want to find out more information, please visit kalamaya.law or divorcealtitude.com. And that's K-A-L-A-M-A-Y-A.law. Remember, this is educational information. It's not intended to be legal advice. Please consult with an attorney about the particulars of your case. We're happy to answer questions. Feel free to give us a call at 970-315-2365.